0: Listen, I get it. You like saving in Bitcoin, but check this out. You can actually complement your HODL position by investing in Bitcoin startups. If you want additional upside and enjoy learning about angel investing, you should check out Lightning Ventures. Lightning Ventures is a great way to stack real equity in Bitcoin only companies. They've invested in businesses you've heard about on this show, including Azteco, CrowdHealth, and Swan Bitcoin. And Lightning Ventures makes it easy to get started in the world of early stage investing. The minimum investment is only $1,000 per deal, and you only invest in the deals that make sense to you. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look at the startups you know and love, if you want a chance to support their growth, and if you want another opportunity to profit as the Bitcoin ecosystem develops, check out the 60 second application in the show notes to get started today in building a world that runs on better money.
1: When they assume, oh, it's cash only, I'm just, you know, cash, card, Bitcoin, and uh, they'll always just kind of giggle and be like, oh, ho, 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 ho. yeah, I wish. And I'm just like, well, it's a lot easier than you think, trying to educate them to try to get them more involved. Most of the times it goes over their head, but I always feel like it's a, a little baby orange pill. I'm just poking at people. And every once in a while you'll catch someone like, well, let me check. You know, they open up their uh, their account and they go, "Ooh." Yeah, not today, you know, and I'm just like, well, it's a good day to stack.
0: Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedman, and our guest today is Sam Hastings, who's the owner of Sam's Sauce, which is also known as Sam's Sa-House, where he makes and sells small batch craft-made hot sauce with an emphasis on sustainability. As you might be able to tell by his business's name, Sam is a fun and interesting guy, and I think you're going to enjoy today's conversation. We talk about the world of hot sauce as well as how he uses Bitcoin not only in his business, but uses Bitcoin to start conversations with his customers. Of course, before we get to our conversation with Sam, we do have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight. And since Sam is from Minnesota, this week's spotlight is for the Minneapolis Bitcoiners. The Minneapolis Bitcoiners Meetup is a monthly Bitcoin-only meetup that features chats, lectures, and panels featuring guests from around the Bitcoin space. They meet monthly at O'Shaughnessy Distilling Company in Minneapolis. Doors open at 6 p.m. for the social hour, and the program starts at 7. To get more details on upcoming events, follow Bitcoiners Mpls on Twitter. That link is down in the show notes below, along with a link to the Oshi app, which you can use to find the closest Bitcoin meetup to you. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Sam right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for business quick start guide. This 27 page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Sam, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thanks again for having me on. This is gonna be great. So,
0: we' like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Absolutely. Bring it on. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin?
1: Um, Bitcoin, it was probably about seven, eight years ago. Um, I was still grinding in restaurants quite often and, uh, you know, dabbling in stocks. And then my brother just chimed in one day and he's just like, buddy, um, you're doing it all wrong. And then he kind of gently pushed me in the right direction. And it was a slippery slope. We can just say that. I'm sure everyone's aware. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish everyone understood? It's just... It's not compromised. I mean, it's money, it's wealth that you can hold yourself. Um, Nobody can really take that away from you. And I don't think people really understand how easy it is uh, for government to just or anyone in general to uh, press a button and freeze accounts, take away um, expenses, um, your money, your wealth, um, your time put in. And that's a scary thing, you know, what's the Bitcoin resource you most recommend to other people? podcasts in general um i really do the swan cafe i try to hit that up every morning on x i guess it's called now otherwise just i still call it twitter
0: i have a hard time transitioning to x
1: it's twitter but otherwise just uh yeah common resources um I, I do dive into books a little bit, but um, honestly, it's it's the authors, it's the speakers I really like. Like anything with like Brandon Quittem, I really, really enjoy. Um, Tone Vase, um, Robert Breedlove, I really like following those. But I'm a Minnesota boy, so honestly, anything where Brandon Quittem's on, I'm all in. And I like the whole mycelium background. Question number four
0: is this. Beyond Bitcoin, what's a resource, tool, or idea that's been helpful to you or your business recently?
1: I want to say it's probably just community. Um the more I reach out in the general community, um completely out of like, you know, business or Bitcoin, it's that that ability to like rally people around you to give you you know skills insight, um, but just that form of um yeah that community that aspect. Um, you, there's always a wealth of information out there to find, and you always find it from uh, you know odd individuals. But you know just whether it's sitting at a brewery chatting with a guy, um, not even you know discussing Bitcoin per se. But there's always like life lessons there mm-hmm. that I always take in with you know personal goals. I'm trying to uh, build on that with uh, you know, business professionalism, but yeah, just being involved in the community that you're around. So now we have
0: our final, what we call our arbitrary, but insightful question. And it's this as a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not?
1: Ooh, why not? A hundred percent. Even just like being with a like professional chef trained background, I would always tell that people. I mean, they can always ask why, but the better at question is um, why not? Because there's always, you know, yes or no. But um, I like to, you know, urge people to dive deeper.
0: But here's what truly sets them apart. Velas Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Velas Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future proof your business in the coming age of hyper Bitcoinization, head over to velascommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellis Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Perfect. Well, Sam, we're here today to talk about your business, Sam's house, some great hot sauce that you make. And I'm excited to learn about you and uh, your background, building a brand, and also how you're beginning to incorporate Bitcoin into what you're doing. But first, could you just let us know, how did you get from, you know, not having a hot sauce brand to all of a sudden one day building this hot sauce brand that's in some ways centered around uh, you and your personality.
1: <laughs> that, that's a great way to put it. I mean, if people see the image, it's my face on a bottle. But uh, it was about three and a half years ago. Let's just say, you know, COVID um, COVID times kind of wrecked my industry. It was a terrible thing with just restaurants in general. And then um, I always pursued Flavorful things, spicy foods. I was growing hot peppers in my my dad's backyard when I was a little kid in high school, and I always thought that was awesome. And then um, a lot of it was just the ideal of uh, preservation, um, how to preserve things, sustainability, not wasting. So then, yeah, like hot sauce, it was it was an easy thing to do, I guess. With um, not toot my own horn, but with my background, I can kind of pinpoint. Flavors, what I want, general directions, fairly easy. And then it's just about how to go about it, how to package it, and how to, um, at the end of the day, always make a product that I really enjoy. And then I don't feel like you can do wrong. I mean, I feel like that's the one thing when people make a product for someone else and not themselves. Um, that's the problem. So, so far, I'm like 10 out of 10. I'm loving what I do.
0: And what is your culinary background? You said you've always enjoyed flavor. What are some of your inspirations from the past, the the pre-COVID, pre-SAMSA house days?
1: Yes. Um, well, I know a graduate, uh, I can dox myself a little bit, graduate of 07, went uh, right to Le Cordon Bleu in Las Vegas Culinary School immediately after. And that was a fantastic opportunity. Um, and then it was just continually being ground into um, professional restaurants, casinos, hotels, Country clubs, fine dining. And that was about 18 and a half years of professional experience um, before just, you know, pursuing this spicy adventure. For those of us who aren't in the
0: world of hot sauce, I mean, I, I certainly have eaten the larger brands, know, uh, know a little bit about hot sauce, but talk to us a little bit about the process that you have and just give us some, some background about what makes a good hot sauce, especially the ones that you're
1: creating. Awesome. I appreciate that insight a lot, too, because um, I I guess to break things down quickly, make sure you know what you want out of it. Um, There's nothing against those big old school brands, Louisiana, Tabasco, et cetera. They're perfect for what they are. Um, That's why they're still around. And that's why they're, you know, dollar, a couple dollars a bottle and people kind of scoff at my prices or other, um, you know, more boutique styles of hot sauces, 10, 12 dollars and up. Um, because it's just the ingredients it's the quality and it's just the um the ability to be completely hands-on on a batch so it does feel like more of um more of that true boutique like craft handmade item and then it's like you know once again like if you wanted that awesome Louisiana-style sauce, killer. Um, I developed one called Funky Garlic. It's a lacto-fermented, more vinegar-forward, habaneros and garlic. Clean, simple. But for people that want those old-school sauces, that's awesome. But time after time, people kind of uh, they have that impression that all hot sauce is that. So when you really want to do something different— um, you know, like I got another one called Smoky J, for example, where all the produce is hardwood smoked with cherry wood with some locally sourced honey and added spices. That kind of blows people away because their perception of hot sauce isn't there. They're like, wait a second, this isn't what I was expecting. Um, so you can go a lot of different ways about it, but um, just have a general direction. Maybe it's a type of food Maybe you want to be really specific on a type of dish you want to use it on. You know, general taco sauce, cool. Pump it with coriander, cumin, maybe some chipotle chilies, um, toasted chili de arbol. done, call it good. Or if you want something more verde heavy, you know, maybe some um, grilled serranos. Maybe some lime, maybe some tomatillos, maybe you roast them, maybe you smoke them. Um, it's it's the most fun ever because I don't think you can do anything wrong um, as long as like it's intended by you. I mean, you can make bad sauce 100 percent. But um, but if you have that intention of it, then you just have to keep narrowing that gap down and then just like make sure, like, is this what I want to present to the world? Um, and at the end of the day, you know, once again, do I enjoy this? If you enjoy it time after time, I mean, I imagine someone else will, too. If you're having a hard time with it, then put it to bed. (laughs) So when it comes to hot sauces, whether it's, you know, people wanting to add a little bit more
0: heat when they're doing their own cooking or they're wanting to go to the grocery store and get something that, might, you know, take their dish to the next level or purchase one of your hot sauces. What would be some recommendations? Just like big buckets of thinking. I know it's probably harder to answer as someone who really knows the the space, but just give us some some general guidelines here.
1: So for like developing like a, a hot sauce as a as like an individual.
0: Well, so maybe just adding adding heat to dishes if you're wanting yeah. to try that and you're not really into hot sauce right now, which I would certainly consider myself in that camp.
1: Right on. Good deal. And then um, I guess it's depends on, you know, heat, heat threshold um, Mm. and flavor nuances. Once again, those classics, they pack a big bunch of vinegar. If people aren't really looking for that, cool. Um, A lot of people, they'll still go for like, you know, chili flakes or you can get, you know, premium smoked flaky salts with maybe some dried chilies to it. And then you're just adding seasoning um, salt, essentially, with some spice from peppers no real vinegar added. Um, Otherwise, yeah, I mean... Mm. It really depends on what you're going for. If you want that more vinegar punch, whether it's oysters or whatnot, it's very simple to just get cayennes, um, vinegars, simple salt, blend it, cook it. Done. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, I, I do enjoy that style of sauce every once in a while.
0: What would you recommend that people do if they're looking to purchase one of your sauces? Go on your website because we're going to have the link in the show notes. What, what would be some things that you would say, hey, th- these are some great places to start if you want to try some, some different types of hot sauce?
1: I mean, you can always go to com. That's where you can find me or Sam's House with Instagram. Um, but, yeah, we supply everything there. But something else I always urge people to do, if you're even interested in, like, a spicy food, this space in general, go to an event. Um, they have this... Um, the the Tupperware of Destruction Tour, they call it, by Steve Seabury. He does these events in Portland, Illinois, Tennessee, um, New York, all over the place. In November, there's going to be one in Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be awesome. But you're looking at small batch craft hot sauce makers. Um, Essentially from like all throughout the nation there for a two day event where you can just go bring a ticket and just stack your taste bud skills, so to speak. I mean, you can just you have that opportunity to taste immense amounts of sauces. Um, Some might be right up your alley. Some might rip your head off. Some might be just like maybe not for me, but that's an awesome way. And then um, it's getting more popular. I mean, smaller communities or larger towns in certain states. They do. I mean, it's getting a little more common for like a hot sauce show, hot sauce expo. Um, And then, yeah, just uh, go around with those people and get that community involvement and maybe you'll find some other people doing the same thing. So I want to hear how you're
0: incorporating Bitcoin into what you're doing in a few moments. But could you share with us a little bit more about your process? It seems like just checking out some of your social media that you do a little bit of everything when it comes to like, you know, from from the dirt growing things all the way to the finished product. Is that right? Is it do you over, do you oversee every step of the process? Is that just for certain um, um, certain types of hot sauce or what what does the whole process look like for you?
1: I would love to say I'm completely from like, you know, seed to bottle 100%. I do like to grow all my specialty peppers, whether it's like the Primo Tallies, the Chocolate Bootlas, the Ahi Limon, these crazy varieties that people have a hard time like pronouncing. But obviously those peppers, you can't just go to someplace and say, hey, I need X amount of pounds of this. So the specialty ones, I absolutely do. Um, but when it comes to more generalized, like jalapenos, serranos, habaneros, um, I just always try to be thinking the most, um, I don't know, locale as possible. I know... I'm down more in southern Minnesota, but in St. Paul and in the cities, there's an amazing amount of a Hmong community. So they have like a Hmong market where it's every summer. And right about now, I mean, you're just getting five gallon pails of produce, peppers, anything. And that's all they're doing. And they're very like forward with Korean natural farming. So I feel like that still pushes that sustainability that I really like to um, ensue as well. But yeah, once again, those specialty peppers, I do try to produce myself. And then, yeah, whether it's fermenting to preserve for a couple sauces, I do that immediately from the garden or once I source those ingredients, Um, if there are sauces that I need to cook, um, which are most of them, um, then I could either um, vacuum seal a freeze for later batches. But generally, I mean, if I have a bulk of produce, I want to utilize that right away. And then normally that means whether it's smoking, roasting, grilling charring burning essentially i'm mean, getting some cool chars, some good caramelization and then you yeah, have blending and then um pasteurizing bringing it up to temp um i like to pasteurize heavy go over to like 210 degrees for like you know 10 20 minutes even if my ph is testing like you know 3.1 3.2 i still like that and then hot bottle which hot fill would be your bottling um, hot with like you know temperatures of at least 190 degrees per bottle, and then you can bottle it, cap it, revert it upside down. That'll sanitize the bottle, and then that would be a complete clean seal, sanitized bottle just with the heat of the sauce alone.
0: Hmm, very interesting. So another thing I want to ask you about is the brand development across the last few years. We kind of touched on it a second ago that, you know, it's it's your name, it's your face. What have you found when it comes to developing a brand that people recognize and come back to. And the reason I ask is because we have business owners listening to this podcast that might be thinking the same thing for themselves. It may not be as directly connected to them and their personality, but I think it's still helpful to hear from a business owner who has a business that's just a few years old about what have you you found to be most effective in building this brand of yours.
1: Oh, and that's too funny because I want to say I'm definitely not someone for people to look up to in the sense of, hey, this guy is doing everything by the book. Because uh, if you look at my name, I mean, people get confused on that. Some of the the sauce titles, they're a little confusing. They're a little playful. Um, but it's my personality 100%. And I try not to do it as a joke or a gimmick or that like, that attention grabber, just like, wait, what was that? It's just my personality. And then, um, you know, with like a fine boutique product that I'm trying to make, I just hope it's the taste 100%, which brings people back for it. So it's always just on taste. Um, if I'm doing markets, sampling, greatest thing ever. If people just see the bottle in the store with the price point, the wild imagery, they might go for it or they might just be like, oh, I don't know about this guy. You know, what's what's with his big beard and, you know... Uh. <laughs> I don't understand these names. Um, but, yeah, so I just wanted to be extremely personal. I do always say I make these sauces for me at the end of the day always. So these are sauces, flavors that I really, really enjoy. I think I'm branding. Um, take some balls. I mean, throw your face on a bottle or a product. There's no going back on that, which I really like, too, because it is the best um I guess the uh, like when you're doing markets, events or anything, I am the branding. And that's super cool and clever. I mean, if you have uh, nothing against it, a couple of my buddies in the scene, they got, you know, like a monkey as a logo. It's like. Well, you're going to be running around with a monkey costume. I don't think so. But for me, it is completely me. And if people meet me, I mean, it's, it's my personality, too. But, yeah, it's just um, getting fun, getting very involved in that and making sure it's a product or a brand that um, I'm still really proud of. I mean, because it is my opinion to be, um, you know, putting putting your uh, your 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 <laughs> your blood, sweat and tears on the line. Um, and just being involved. I mean, once again, yeah, face on the bottle, your own personalities, your traits, your unique quirks. Um, you can't hide that. And it's very genuine. So how have you begun to incorporate
0: Bitcoin into what you're doing? Is it holding on the balance sheet? Do you have other plans? Uh, Yeah. Where are you in the process? What's your experience been so far?
1: Awesome. Um, besides, you know, a little DCA a day, I mean, you got to keep that rolling, um, and and then before, okay, I'll touch back more more earlier, um, doing events and everything, people would always be like, oh, you don't do cash, you must do card. And it's like, you know, cash card, Venmo, et cetera, PayPal. I try to just scrap PayPal. I try to limit Venmo. A lot of those things are ridiculous. I do have a credit card reader because that's really convenient for most people. Um, but then I'm always like, when they assume, oh, it's cash only, I'm just, you know, cash card, Bitcoin. And uh, they'll always just kind of giggle and be like, oh, ho, 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 ho. yeah, I wish. And I'm just like, well, it's a lot easier than you think, trying to educate them to try to get them more involved. Um, most of the times it goes over their head, but I always feel like it's a, a little baby orange pill. I'm just poking at people. And every once in a while you'll catch someone like, well, let me check. You know, they open up their, uh, their account and they go, ooh. Yeah, not today, you know. And I'm just like, well, it's a good day to stack, you know. Try to uh, build conversation, Um, but that was just something from years ago. I'd always do that. Otherwise, I just got involved with a Michael with Oshi right now. So on my website, um, if you're just doing any um, any payments on that through like the Oshi platform, I'm able to give you know two percent back in Bitcoin um, just through website sales alone, and that's something I just recently started. And I think that's. uh, a great opportunity, um, and then you know I have first-time buyers. I believe it's maybe like three percent back, so a total of five percent back in Bitcoin for that first initial purchase. And you know, once again, I mean, hopefully the um, the product speaks for itself, so people don't just come back to stack some sats, but also it gives people a, another perk to do so. Sure, and on your website, I, it sounds like you do accept Bitcoin
0: payments when you're. At some event, people come up to you. It's a little bit easier that way, especially if you already have a wallet on your phone. But mm-hmm. do you have the ability to accept Bitcoin on your website right now? Or is it just the the Bitcoin rewards when you're paying with your credit card?
1: I'm oh, glad, you, glad you asked that as well, too. Um, I did just get Strike involved, so I can accept Strike payments directly directly. Um, right through the um, the website platform, too. And otherwise, I know through events, I I, I have never really done like more of a Bitcoin-focused event. I don't know if they'd allow me, you know, a little spicy bearded dude, um, but I think that would be fantastic. Uh, just, you know, get reps, whether it's Strike Wallet, Moon Wallet, whatnot. I always have it handy. It just has never really um, came through successfully, but it's always that, uh, that conversation piece or, If it's a slow dud event, maybe I can, you know, chat with someone for a little bit and let them think about a little bit like, hey, this uh, guy selling hot sauce is talking about um, Bitcoin, you know. It's not just for you. I mean, it's, it's good for him. Maybe I should look into it, too, because I'm, you know, I'm kind of a goofy individual.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think starting those conversations and you don't know if these people are going to come back, but you're at least a single touch point. And maybe the next time they see you is like, oh, there's the Bitcoin guy. You know, I just got some Bitcoin. Let's talk to him about it. So there's that element, which is, is beneficial as a long term part of your strategy, but also just building out the infrastructure so that when people are ready, you're ready. As opposed yeah. to people being ready, having Bitcoin to spend, and then no one else is ready. Like, when you're ready and they're ready, no one else is ready. That means you're probably going to be getting some additional sales, hopefully. So I think it's great. Just thinking ahead like this, it's been great uh, talking with you a little bit about the the hot sauce world. Uh, I do want to get some final thoughts from you in a second. But before that, if people are checking out your website, what would you say uh, are... Your favorite sauces and also if if they're any different, the favorite names, like the ones that you like the names of the best. So favorite sauces and then favorite names for sauces.
1: Oh, that's hard because uh, they they are all my babies. Um, I make them all to enjoy personally every day. A new heater right now is called One Drop. Um, not supposed to be a gimmick, like you only need like one drop, but it's a, it's an ode to coffee. So it's a cold brew coffee, black garlic, dehydrated orange, and agave with chocolate bula chilies. Once again, it's screaming hot, no extracts, um, but just full flavor. Killer on empanadas, tamales, chilies, enchiladas, um, a go-to mine personally. Like I said, they're all my babies, um, would be Taiga style. It's a Mm. traditional Thai-inspired sauce. It's the first one I ever did. And I always have to tell people it's not your average generic sweet chili Asian sauce. Like every Thai Asian sauce is on the market, big name, little name. Everyone has it, packed full of sugars, um, syrups, seed oils. But this is just straight up um, fresh lemongrass, galangal, makrut lime leaves, and blended Thai chilies, habaneros. It's just so much umami, um aromatics. Just those true traditional fresh ingredients where you really can't uh, you can't fake those. But I'd say yeah, Tiger Style is my baby. If you're just looking for a, an everyday uh banger, um little sauce, uh, a little table table hot sauce, I would recommend probably funky garlic. It's a lacto fermented Louisiana inspired sauce just big immense amounts of locally grown garlic it's called a romanian red variety super aromatic it's not like overly astringent super soft but that the nose on the garlic the garlic's gorgeous And you get the probiotic properties but that'd be more of your classic buffalo bloody marys etc and then yeah once again um uh, no seed oils or anything. Um, I did pivot from um, using xanthan gum as a binder to a chia seed just because I like that emulsified sauce. I don't like it to break, but um, everyone else you see with the uh, ingredients that don't have xanthan gum or any thickeners, they're emulsifying with seed oils. Sorry to say it, but that's the way it is. And I, I'm i very against that, obviously. I feel like everyone should be. But yeah, it's a, it's a cheap way out.
0: I totally understand. Now, final question before we get to your final thoughts, and that is, what is a food that people don't think of as pairing well with hot sauce, but you you would say, yes, when you eat this food, you should add some hot sauce to it?
1: I absolutely love this because this goes right back to my favorite hot sauce, Tiger style. I'm a Mm -hmm. Minnesota boy, tater tot hot dish, Mm -hmm. stupid good. It's stupid. Stupid good with Tiger style. It's um, I mean, or you could just say, you know, Midwest casseroles or um, uh, we call them hot dishes. But but yeah, any of that stuff. I mean, it's great. Your mom made it. Your grandma made it. Anything um, you could do, tuna noodle casserole, whatever it may be. Not saying it needs hot sauce, not saying it needs lemongrass and macrute lime leaves, but it's a blank slate. It's clean. It's simple. Um, you could go any way with it. But yeah, I, I absolutely love putting it on tater todd hot dish. Stupid good, but you know, wings, pizza. I mean, it gets over it on it. I mean, it's very common, but um, but yeah, those are still great too though. Very cool. All
0: right. Well, I've teased this enough. I just final thoughts. Anything you you want to leave the listeners with before we finish up today, as well as where people can go to purchase hot sauce from you.
1: Oh, well, once again, just thanks for having me on. This is a great opportunity just to be more involved in this space. Um, I'm still learning, learning every day, stacking knowledge, stacking sats, being involved in it, and then hopefully able to get out to, you know, whether it's BitBlock Boom, maybe it's uh, the Pacific uh, Bitcoin Conference, maybe it's more of that. Uh, but hopefully you can find me easily online, samsauce.com. Um, at Samsahouse house with instagram but yeah reach out anytime um, love talking sauce love talking bitcoin um, music gardening peppers etc i'm an easy approachable guy just love being involved
0: sounds good well sam thank you so much for your time today it's been a pleasure
1: thank you so much for having me cheers
0: Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Sam, you can find those links down in the show notes. And if you or someone in your life likes hot sauce, check out samsahouse.com. As always, keep building, keep growing. And until next time, keep living and leading well. lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn Sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today